We here at Yash Jesus believe that God doesn't make mistakes. Not with people and not with produce. Which is why we're so excited to be partnering with Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods is an online grocer that recovers ugly produce and surplus foods that would otherwise go to waste. And delivers fresh, customizable boxes to your door for up to 30% less than the grocery stores. We're talking farmers, market, quality girls. Without the hassle of going out of your house, honey. Without the hassle. And now, Imperfect has has expanded to include pantry staples like lentils, rice, olive oil, and bread, you name it, to help round out your shopping. <laughs> Girls, I just got my weekly shipment of imperfect produce, and let me tell you. Ooh, spill it, girl, spill it. I got this ugly little watermelon that puts the pretty little peach in Call Me By Your Name to shame. <laughs> That's the tea! Trust me, you're going to want to get in on this. To get your first shipment of perfectly imperfect farm fresh produce, go to imperfectfoods.com and use the promo code YASJESUS. That's Y-A-S-S-J-E-S-U-S. Welcome to Yas Jesus. We aren't spiritual leaders. We aren't theologians. Or prophets. Or even really that sure of what we're doing. We're just two lost sinners who love the Lord and want to open up His grace to other people who are on this journey alongside us. This isn't a tutorial on how to be Christian, but rather an exploration on what that actually means. In a safe space. Thank you, and God bless. Hello, kings and queens and in-betweens, sinner saints, and I don't know if I ain't. Welcome to Yas Jesus. Hi, I'm your host, Daniel Francesi, and I'm here with... Azariah Southworth. And more than ever, we believe that... Moms are angels on earth. Yes, we do. This is a very special episode of Yas Jesus because it is our Mother's Day episode, and my mother is our guest today, which is very exciting. But before we get to Mama D, we would like to go over our praise request and prayer report. So what's our, our prayer request? So we have a prayer request here um, that says, sending out a prayer for the congregation of Grace Lutheran Church, and I'm going to might butcher this town's name, but Thinesville, Wisconsin. So they okay, are listening, Wisconsin. Come on, Thinesville. and we are praying for Grace Lutheran Church during this time. Yeah, we're praying for you. And then uh, do we have any praise reports? Yeah. Dad of Frank says that he still needs official approval from his bishop, but he got into his top seminary choice. Hey, Dad of Frank. Yeah. God bless and congratulations. Thank you for listening. And um, anybody, if you have a praise request or prayer report, please send it to us at pray at yasjesuspod.com. But before we do anything else, I have to get to my mom. Because I'll tell you why, this is like my most excited episode. When we envisioned Yes Jesus, mm-hmm. I envisioned having this woman on our program. Please welcome my mom, Denise, also known as at Noni Didi, to the program. Hi, mama. Hi, Denise. Hi. Yay. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, son. Oh, thank Aww. you, mama. <laughs> I'm just so excited to actually have you here because one of the main things that I thought about when I thought about doing Yes Jesus was have you come on and talk to people because whenever you speak upon this subject, I just sit and listen like I'm at church, like you preach, mama. <laughs> yep. Well, you know how I feel. I've had Jesus all my life and um, and you came in the world with Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, I want to start at the beginning with you. Like you grew up in Catholic school. Yes. Catholic school, eight years straight, nuns and everything, rulers, scared, shit. Really. <laughs> what was that like? You know, I always had a love for God, but I knew something was missing there because it was more of a regiment, you know, stand this, that mm-hmm. turn, that smelly stuff in the church and mm-hmm. Lent. 
like that made you want to throw up. <laughs> just, just stupid kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It wasn't a relationship like mm-hmm. I did when I went to bed. Mm-hmm. And I was a little girl, and I would look at my Jesus picture, the one that I made Nana give me, you know, from my grandma's house. And I see the picture of Jesus, and I remember speaking to him, you know, to show you how ridiculous, you know, the Catholic Church is. <laughs> I remember being in second grade, and I loved the nun that was my teacher. She was such a wonderful person. And I said to her, I want to be a nun when I grow up. And she goes, you know what it means? It means you have to marry God. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I would marry God. I love God, you know? <laughs> so she's like, yeah, but you can't have kids and you can't have a boyfriend or a husband. I'm like, what? Oh, I always wanted to be a mother. You know, that was my thing, you know? So I'm like... You mean I can't get married? And I, no, you can't. Not when you're a nun. So I came home that day and I looked at the Jesus picture and I said, Jesus, Lord, I love you so much. I said, but I, I like boys and I like, and I like to have kids. So I don't think I can marry you, you know? And I meant it with all my heart then, you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. that's, how, that's what God speaks about, humble yourself like a child. You know, with the Catholic Church, it was more going back to that. It was a regimen. And this was when I found Jesus in a different way. It, how, how did you find that in a, after, in, a, in a different way? Well, actually, actually through you. Through mm. you. Okay? I, I, I never told you this part. I told you the part of how I named you. But I never told you this part. I um I was trying to get pregnant, me and daddy, for a year. And all I ever wanted Danny, was to be a mother and a wife. You know, that you know that was the Italian thing. You know, you mm-hmm. hit gold when you had that. <laughs> yeah. So I just would strive and strive to be that. And I couldn't get pregnant. And I was so scared that what if I can't have children? Oh, my God, please, Lord. You know, I, I don't understand. You know, because I was, oh, I always talked to God. And Mary, my girlfriend Mary, she said, uh, look, you've been so depressed about it and everything. Why don't you come to church? I'm like, no, I don't want to go to a different church. She said, Denise, this is not a different church. I was Catholic too. It's just the only thing. It doesn't believe in saints and everything. You know, you really have a connection with God. And when I went, I was like, oh, my God. I, I felt like crying, but I, it was a good cry. Like, I can't explain it. Like, I wanted to be there, and I was happy, like overjoy cry. Like a release? Yeah, yeah, and I came home, and Nana was so freaking mad. She was so fucking mad. She called Poppy. She was like, she's going in the Jim Jones thing, because that was Jim Jones. I'm like, no, I'm not. Relax. You didn't go there. You don't know what it's like. And she was like, no, Frank, Frank, you see what she's doing? I'm like, oh, my God, I'm married. I'm trying to have a baby, and you, and you think I'm going in the Jim Jones thing. Really? <laughs> anyway, now she winds up being the biggest Christian. She's a prayer warrior, and God answers our prayers. She found her own relationship. Yeah, well, that's why you're in the world, and I'll tell you why. Because I was pregnant, and I lost that baby. I was five months pregnant, and I was so upset. I remember crying and being so brokenhearted. It was like somebody somebody took a piece of me away. You know, it was like a weird feeling. And and you mothers out there know what I'm talking about or anybody that had a miscarriage knows what I'm talking about. It's like going home without a gift, you know, which you thought you were going to have. Anyway, I was so upset. Tears were just coming down and I was praying and this woman came in in a, a pink, uh, like back in the day they used to have candy stripes. Right, right. Anyway, 
she was cleaning the counter singing Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know. Mm-hmm. And when I get to heaven, you know, and go on and on. I don't remember all the names, but it was my favorite hymn at the time. I really loved it. And I said, oh, I love that hymn. And it felt so good lying on the table. I felt like God was kind of answering, you know, and taking my pain away. And this lady said to me, she said, you're going to be okay. She said, you'll see, you're going to have a son and you're going to, it's going to, he's going to, he's going to make a difference in the world. And it was like, oh, she's so nice, you know, to say that to me because I really did want a boy if my first, you know? So it was just, it was just like, I felt like God was answering my prayers. Anyway, I go home and Poppy and my sister, who my sister was like, almost like an atheist, you know? And um, my father was like, how could there be a God when there's kids suffering and this and that, you know, like those hard questions that we can't answer that faith brings us across. Only when you have a relationship with God, when you speak to him personally, can you feel that? Anyway, I came home and my sister was crying. I said, don't worry, you're going to see everything's going to be all right. God's going to give me a special baby. I know it. I felt like that lady was like an omen because when other nurse came in, the most important part, I said, said to her, what was the name of that nurse? Because you know how mommy likes to compliment everybody. Oh, yep. yeah. We'd be at a restaurant and my mom be like, what's your manager? You were great at handing me corn. <laughs> yeah, because people might have stayed when somebody's bad, but not when someone's, you refilled you know, good. my tea. And you deserve that's a whole nother, That's a whole nother show, Daniel. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I wanted to get her name and she goes, who? And I said, the, uh, the black woman with the gray hair, she was wearing the pink. It looked like candy stripe. And she said, what? And I'm like, the, the lady that came in, that, the nurse, she goes, honey, there's no black nurse on this floor right now anyway. And there's no candy stripe anymore. She was cleaning up over here. She goes, you just need to rest, honey. Sit back, you know, like I was crazy. And this woman told me that I, just relax. I was going to have a son. He was going to make a difference. So then I, I, I just kept it to myself that Poppy is sitting at the table and we were talking. And I said, I just have to trust in God. And daddy got a little bit upset. He was like, yeah, why would God do this to you? All you ever wanted was to be a mother. And you're such a good person. How could God do this to me? I said, because God has something different planned for me. I said, you're going to see that I'm going to have a son and he's going to be different than any other kid you've ever seen. And he goes, yeah. Like that, you know, he didn't want to like hurt my feelings and say, yeah, right, blah, blah, blah. Well, I go to the doctor. I had to go to the doctor that week. And the doctor tells me that I cannot have a kid for another year. I shouldn't try. I need to get my insides good and whatever. Oh, my God. I was trying for two years. I finally get pregnant. I lose the baby. And now I got to wait another year. My heart was broken. Well, guess what? A month later, <laughs> I was pregnant of you. Against the doctor's orders. <laughs> no, actually, I was using something, but I don't know what happened. I guess the Lord wanted Daniel in this picture. You know, I was going to listen. I was very upset, but I was going to listen. I'm not stupid. Yeah. Well, anyway, I felt like, okay, this is what God wanted and everything else. And I had told my father, wait till you see, I'm going to have a son. He's going to be special, blah, blah, blah. And Daniel's whole life since he's born, I've always told him, I said, Daniel, I don't know what God has in store for you, but it's huge and it's big. And he would smile at me and give me a kiss. And he was like, I love you, Ma. You know, I love you. You know, because he felt it was encouraging words, but I knew it was the truth. Mm hmm. You knew the backstory. I said, one, God gave me Daniel because he's like my best friend. 
He's like, he makes me laugh when I want to cry. Mm-hmm. He's, he's truly a gift from God. But two is, God made my son. And I truly believe that God made my son for the LGBTQ community. I really, really do. And I realized it when he became the ambassador for the AIDS Foundation. And I said, oh. I felt it in my heart. I felt like the Holy Spirit, which people call it your conscience. You know that thing in the middle of your chest that makes you feel like if you did something really shitty or if you did something really good. It's two different feelings, but it's right next to your heart, Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. It just was amazing. That kind of a legacy was always a lot for me to live up to. I never felt pressured by it, though. I always felt empowered. I always, You always made me feel like a superhero mom because you always told me that I had something that I had to share. And it made me try harder. No, you do now. Now wait, I thought I thought it was for the AIDS Foundation, but that was the beginning. It's this. It's what you're doing now. It's getting out to your community and telling them. There's one thing that upsets me about your community is that there's a part of you that's so strong, and you're like fuck everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But then you allow them to take God away from you. The greatest wonderful thing you have to get you through everything, to make people know this is how you were born. God made you like this, but you run away from him because you believe these, I call them finger pointers, you know, that like to point their finger. You know, the ones that the parents are ashamed to accept you because those people's opinion matter more than God's opinion. You know, they're saying that what you do is not of the Lord. No, what you're doing as a mother is of the Lord, no matter what, that's your child. No matter what, there's something wrong with you if you don't have that feeling. Well, I want to talk to you about that just really quickly. One of the big reasons I wanted to have you on the show is there's a lot of people that are listening that have difficulty with their family still and go through trials and tribulations. And you and I went through our own trial in the beginning uh, because of me going into conversion therapy and them telling me stupid shit. Uh, But they made me come out and say that I was bisexual to you and that it was your fault. Talk about that for a while. Yeah, and 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 that really hurt my feelings, and let me tell you why. Why is it a fault? You're gay, and that's okay. You know how I felt. My uncles were gay, my cousins. You know how I feel about that. I don't have no crazy feeling. I think the problem was is that we're all searching for answers, and we're looking for answers from Christ. No, the problem is, the problem is this. And there are parents out there, and I hope you're listening to me on Mother's Day. If you're a good mother and a real mother, it doesn't matter. You'll stick with your kid no matter what. Do you understand? I believe that God just lent us these children. They aren't even ours. And he says he loves us 10 times more than we love our kids, okay? So, like, what the hell is that? I can't even imagine especially you grew inside me, Daniel. I'm your mother. I'm here to tell you everything that I know. I might be a pain in the ass, and I know a lot of times that I am. But anything I do is because I love you. I love you, and if I could stop you from something or make you see something that I see, I'm going to try. Now, you're not always going to listen to me, Danny, and that's okay. I'm happy for that. I want you to have your own mind. Otherwise, we'd have a sick relationship. I love our relationship. And let me tell you, you moms are missing out. Having a gay son is so much fun. You know, you're really missing out. You know, you want to have a good time and hang out with your gay son. But yeah, and his friends. Like, I love, the, I love gay guys. I would be a hag if I was young now. 
<laughs> you kind of are I my re- mom. <laughs> we went to a gay bar together. Was that New Orleans? Yeah, when they did all the Disney princesses. It was Disney Musical oh, Night at so a bar in New Orleans. <laughs> and we got this guy, that, this kid that was getting married next week, and we made a party with him, remember? Of all the people that you could meet, my mom met somebody who was going off to get married. Like that, day. it was just such a great experience. My sister was with us, and I bought them parasols from like a street vendor. And tell the truth, really- Daniel, he was a little <laughs> blonde boy the way you like him, <laughs> and that's how I met him. Tell on him, Denise. <laughs> tell the truth. Tell shame the, truth. the devil. He's getting married. <laughs> I do like a shorty though. <laughs> You know, Daniel. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. You're embarrassing me. Yeah. Denise, you bring up the point that mothers shouldn't abandon their children. They shouldn't let them go. But, you know, there are some moms out there that do that. Um, what kind of encouragement would you give to those moms who, who have done that and don't know how to reconcile those relationships? First of all, if, you, if, if you're listening to this because you're a real Christian mother and your son or your daughter wants you to listen uh, about this, then I'm telling you, everything is in prayer. You don't have to understand. I didn't understand everything Daniel was doing. There was so many things. I was like, what the heck is that? Or what the heck is this? Especially when I went to Pride. You know, I saw so many crazy things. She went to Pride in San Francisco, too. She I like, haven't even done that yet. <laughs> no, my, we were on the Virgin America float at Pride in San Francisco. And my mom was like, and my mom was like, we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. And I'm like, mom, it's San Francisco. You're preaching to the choir. You could, you could like... You could not have veins in your neck. You could tone it down a little bit. She was like, you know, Danny, I understand. But you go, you go, um, Danny, I understand Master Dom, and I understand top and bottom. But what is it with the leather dogs? <laughs> yeah, like, what is that? I get, all, I get all the other stuff. I really get that. But I, the, the dogs and the barking and the, and the outfits, like. I was like, Mom, maybe they just want a bone like everyone else. She's like, now I get it. And then another time we went to Capitol Pride in D.C. And I'm getting they're like, we're going to take you to the end of the Pride Parade. And if there's enough room on whatever float, we don't know what float you're going on. We just have a number for it. If there's room, your mom can get on with you. If not, she'll wait for you at the end of the parade. Well, we get there. It's a tiny little convertible like I barely fit on. And so we're going to take your mom and leave her at the front of the parade so you'll see her. But we have to wait for the drag queens to come out of the refrigerator. (laughs) I said drag queens to come out of the refrigerator. And it really, they had a golf cart in a walk-in fridge full of drag queens that they didn't want Stop. to melt in the hot summer sun. Stop. They drove it out right in that second. My mom got on the back of the cart, and I managed to snap a photo before she drove away. <laughs> I have never been laughing so hard. See, there's lots of fun no, to be had. What I'm saying is, is that if you really want to, you really love your child, and you want to understand your child, because it's not something you're going to just understand overnight, mm-hmm. because... You're thinking of your child another way. Well, you know, I wonder what his girlfriend's going to look like, or I wonder what our boyfriend's going to look like. And everything that you thought about or dreamed about didn't come true. And then there's a part, I know you question yourself and you say, did something go wrong inside of me? No, no, Mm. nothing went wrong inside of you. God wanted you to have that child, and you need to take care of that child. You need to be behind that child. When I watch Drag Race, I cry so bad when I hear some of the stories and what some people had to go through. How dare anybody treat someone like that, much less your child? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Then To me, you're not a Christian. You're what I call a photograph Christian. You know, it's just a picture. 
It's not real. My relationships with God and anything I feel or I do, even if I have an argument with Daniel or one of my other children, I go straight to God. That's their real father. He's going to tell me the right thing to do. If you disown your child and you say, well, you're going to hell. If you thought your child was going to hell and you loved your child, why don't you pray for them and not disown them? Disowning them will let them go to hell if you really believe that. No. I'm going to make it real right now, okay? It's you. You're embarrassed. You're ashamed. Well, screw you, okay? Because it's not about you. Could you imagine what your child's been going through and you're worried about what the hell you feel? I'm sorry. Get over it. Yeah, for for a lot of those parents... um you know, like my parents specifically, they were praying for me. They were doing all of those steps. But, however, it was misguided. No, they weren't trying to understand you and pray to understand you. They were praying for you to change. No, you're not going to change. That's who you are. When they come to reality to know this is who my son is, this is who my daughter is, and I accept it because that's my child and I love them. And if anybody don't like it, they could go take a walk. (laughs) It was misguided prayer that was reinforced by a broken and toxic theology. And for us to really see the change that needs to be done, we have to replace that broken and toxic theology with something that is true, which is that God loves and affirms LGBTQ people. And I think the parents that have often said those misguided prayers and taken those misguided actions, uh, once they can grasp a hold of that theology, which sets us free, which is what is what the gospel is supposed to be doing, then I think that's where they're able to then cheer us on and then come to the pride parade and float, you know, float with us. <laughs> that's the wrong, I'm not saying that right, but be on the floats with us. Yeah, and like I said, you know, I went to that meeting, the, the thing that I hate thrown at me the most is, well, what about Sodom and Gomorrah? And he said, men will be lovers of men, and that was this. I said, first of all, men were everything in the Bible that didn't even mention women, but I guess you're telling me the lesbians got a free ride with God. <laughs> yeah, the lesbians did get off the hook a little easy when it comes to theology. Like, when it comes to what the Bible says, they got it a little easy. <laughs> well, you know what they say, common sense doesn't grow in everyone's garden. But I will say that if you're a mother or a father or a grandparent, anything, and you really love your person, then you will try to understand what he or she is feeling. Because if they don't have us, who do they have? We are the most secure thing in our child's life. Think of what you feel about your own parents. What's the most secure thing? Your parents. Could you imagine your parents not just disowning you because you changed the color of your hair or something so stupid that don't matter to you? Unfortunately, that's a harsh reality that we're facing right now in the world. Um, in our country alone, one-third of all homeless youth are LGBT kids that were kicked out of their homes. Yeah, well, that's why. That's something that, you know, if there was ever something that I ever won Lana or something like that, I always told you that's what I want. I would like to be, you know, for trans, and I would like to have a, I would like to have like a, not a YMCA, not those letters, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to have a place like that. An LGBT. They, yeah, right, where they can go and. The House of Glen Coco. Women yeah. and have a prom and, uh, and, and, and go to dances. And make things right for them, you know? I don't know. If you had a group of those kids in front of you right now, what would you say? What would I say to the kids? I would say, look, it's not going to be easy. I'll tell you right now because I've seen and I've heard so many stories. 
But if you take this ride and give God the wheel and let him drive it for you and trust him in everything, you'll get by. Believe in yourself and do what you have to do to be who you are. Always be kind and good along the way. I wouldn't turn around and say to my mother, fuck you. You don't accept me what you want. No, no. I would say, okay, look, I'm here. I'm always going to be your son. And I love you because you got to set that example first because drop the seed of love and kindness. Mm-hmm. And, and after that, walk away and say, God, give me the strength to accept this horrible thing that just happened to me. You can add water and sunlight to that seed with prayer. You don't have to be in the face of like oppression in order to do that. Like if your parents aren't accepting, you can, you can be loving towards them and walk away. Be loving. And you know what? Every time that they ask you and they, they want to talk to you and stuff, you have to be patient too. Yeah. Because this is a hard thing for people to understand, you know? It's a two-way street. But let me explain something to you, okay? I'm on the other side of the street, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and they, it bounces off. That's how they... That's how they talk. Stupid. Well, it's ignorant. It's ignorance. They're just not. Right. That's what I'm trying to show you. Like that's a stupid thing. You know, that's a stupid thing. Well, even someone like you, mom, I like to show our journey because it is so impressive to me. I mean, I remember coming home from a club and telling you about a drag queen and wanting you to see it, and you being like, "But don't you think that's not of the Lord? Don't you feel, you know, like?" Oh, Oh, I had to learn a lot. Yeah. How do you think I got to where I got? Well, I, I just know. told you what they got And to now, do. I mean, you could probably name, about, you could probably name ten yes, RuPaul's Drag Race queens that yes, have your phone number. And sometimes <laughs> there's things I don't understand. Yeah, I know. But you know what? I don't have to understand it. Yeah. You're not going to understand everything I'm feeling, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I I think it's important to note, like people like my parents, um, who aren't still not affirming and still subscribe to a toxic theology, they had to go through their mourning process. And I came out back in two thousand eight. Um, they have viewed this as something that I've quote struggled with unquote um, since I was about thirteen. But they had to go through their own mourning process, and now I feel like we've kind of come out on the other side of that. But I've also had to learn how to communicate with them again in in a healthy way. Right. That's why I said you have to be patient. Here's another thing that you don't have to do, like throw it in their face. Yeah, like when I tell Daddy that I was gay, he goes, you know what, that's fine with me and no couple gay people. He goes, just do me a favor, don't tell me the specifics about the sex. And I was like, Dad, I don't want to know the specifics about your sex either. He was like, yeah, I guess not, huh? <laughs> like, I don't want to know my dad's sexual shit either. So what does it matter? That didn't change our relationship You, did, you know all. what I say, Danny? If they don't want to hear about it, because they might like it. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> think about that either. You know, I had to have a conversation with my parents one time because every phone call would always end with, Azariah, we believe God's going to change you. You're going to come back to the kingdom. You're going to come back home to us. You know, like this kind of little bit of manipulation right but i i had to tell my mom i had to set a boundary with her and and my parents that um you know if you want to have a relationship with me we can't be having conversations like this anymore you have to start working within the reality that you have a gay son and that one day you are going to have to decide if you want me home for christmas or not with my partner because i will become a package deal hopefully one day and that really changed the tone of our relationship because i approached it from a respectful place but also a place of i love you but this is this can no longer happen and so she did change her tone now as a right you got very good Christian parents, mm-hmm. there's no doubt yeah. about it, but you're going to teach them. 
you're going to teach them something that they need to learn. I hope so. And God is going to work through you because the way it works for them, it works for you. Yeah. You need to pray. You need to show love and you need to have patience. And right back at you, moms and dads out there, you really love that you're, you're your kids, then you need to show them. Well, and I, especially now. And I just want to take the time to say that um, I really appreciate you, and you know, Danny and I spend a lot of time together, and, and I see how you I guys. I love you, are, right. <laughs> I see how you guys. I do. I really do. I I love you too, Denise. And one of the things that really has meant a lot to me since I've started getting to know Danny is watching your relationship with him and how you guys interact, because you were once non-affirming, and that you know you guys have made that progress. You know, that has been really encouraging for me and has set an example. I think it's because uh, the truth is his dad's always said, if he's gay, it's your fault because you have a lot of gay people on you. Like it was something wrong. And then when he came out and he blamed me, I had this really horrible feeling like, what did I do then? Even saying it, Mom, I hated saying it. I didn't believe it when I said it. I was just trying to follow the directions of a spiritual leader. I didn't I didn't even believe it when I said it. And it was like the worst spell that I could have done because poof. There you go, Azariah. You hear what he said? Yeah. A spiritual leader. Yeah. And here is, I hope there is some spiritual leaders listening to this. Because you know that you're going to be judged seven times more because, you know, people are looking up to you. And what you say, be careful what you tell these these young people about God's not going to love them and they can change. No, they can't change. This is who they are. They tried to change for you and you're not important anymore. God is. What advice mom would you give from the other side? Would you give a, a, a son or a daughter to say when they wanted to come out to their Christian parents who might not be affirming? I would tell them the story with you when you came out and I didn't want you to come out because I thought it was going to ruin your career. Remember that? Yeah. And I was wrong. You know, parents could be wrong and you could be right. So you, you stand strong. Eventually you're going to have to get up and stand for yourself because living a lie like that is like, it's crazy. I don't know how anybody does it. And I know that there, there's, there's a lot of you out there that's doing it. Don't do it no more. Don't do it anymore. Life is too short. Okay. This is, this virus thing should tell you that. Okay. Mm. And you have every right to live and breathe and not be suffocated, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't allow it. First of all, being a Christian, your body is your temple. You understand? The Holy Spirit lives within your body. So be who you are. Don't worry about it. If you believe in what you say and you are who you are, then you know God's going to love you. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is live in in the spirit of the Lord. Go to a, a church that accepts gay people and don't judge on you. But don't, don't you know, the, the biggest thing that hurt me, Daniel, the biggest thing that hurt is when we went to uh, New York's gay pride and the, the, the kid, there was this cute little kid, I swear, he was adorable and he was giving out free condoms to everybody. And me and him made friends and at the end, he, he went to kiss me and hug me, and I said to him, God bless you, sweetheart. He goes, he ain't going to bless me, mama. I'm gay. And I actually, like, almost shook this kid, and I said, what did you just say? And he looked at me. I said, don't you dare allow anybody. You're standing here being proud that you are gay, and you're going to let them take your God away? Mm-hmm. Then you don't believe gay is good. What did he say when you told him that? He cried. He cried. And he goes, I really do love God, but my parents said I'm going to hell, 
And then I said, look, don't worry about your parents, okay? You're out here on your own. You're, you're giving out condoms. You're, you're in an adult show right now. Then act like one and talk to God and tell God what you're feeling. Look, church doesn't get you into heaven, although it's food for the soul. Your, your faith, it's, it's your belief in him. It's your trust in him. You know, one time, Daniel, your brother was in the pool and he was telling your niece, Italina, come on, jump, baby, jump. And she was like, she wanted so bad to go. She was scared and she kept running, ready to go to the pool and then stop dead. And then all of a sudden, your brother looked at me and with such disappointment, he goes, Ma, she don't trust me. And I said, that's how God feels. We don't trust them. See how disappointed you are right now? That's why I tell you faith is the most important thing. You see, my suggestion is I say take the 30-day challenge. For 30 days before you put your feet on the ground, thank God for something he's done for you. No asking for anything. For 30 days, thank him. Thank him for waking you. Thank him. And tell me how your 30 days were. I'd love you to call in and let Daniel know. Please, Daniel, let mommy know. Mom, thanks so much. Thanks so much for that. Like everybody who's listening, uh, please uh, sign up for the Noni DD uh, 30 day challenge where you practice the attitude of gratitude every morning before you hit the ground and ask God to protect you. It will change your life. If you do the Noni DD meditation, that's <laughs> at N O N I D E D E on Instagram. I guarantee it's going to be your best month ever. And you're going to say, how could be, this be such a good month, month when everything's so fucked up? The money, the this, the that, you know? But your attitude, you see, it's like the Holy Spirit is a little pilot light. It's like the stove. And you have to turn it on for the fire to build. And that's how you turn it on in the morning. You understand? You say good morning to God. Mama, I love you. I love you too, son. And I'm proud of you. And I'm proud of you too, Azariah. I just want you to know something. This is all in God's plan right now. You say that, you know, you met me and it's good for you to say that. That's just, that was just bait. God's bait for you. <laughs> Understand? You, God's got bigger things for you, Azariah. You know that Bible inside and out, okay? And you know what you feel. And you're the perfect person to tell your community. Because you, you went through all the hard stuff too. Danny, you went through some hard stuff, but at least you have an accepting family. So Azariah, God's going to make big works for you. So you keep preaching, okay? And you keep telling everybody. Well, first sure. I want to say thank you for uh, coming on the show. I really appreciate you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. hope that if if I helped one person, this is this would be important to me. You can follow my mom on Instagram at, at Noni DD and get in her DMs if you need a special prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is N-O-N-I-D-E-D-E-E. And um, you could see our show on Wow Presents, uh, Daniel Franzese and his Italian mom, mm-hmm. uh, where my mom and I talk about all different types of subjects <laughs> and had a lot of fun together. But thanks so much that for being on the great. show, mom. We really appreciate you uh, leading us out in a prayer. Okay. Lead us. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, our Father, I pray, Lord, that you touch everyone out there that's listening right now. And if anyone's struggling with their family or their siblings, I pray that you give them strength, Lord. You give them courage like you gave them to come out. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you touch them from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet, Lord. And I pray in this 30-day challenge that each and every one that trusts you, show them how powerful you are. Show them how powerful a prayer you are. 
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, Mama. Yeah. Oh, I wish yeah. I could see you. I miss you so much. Yeah. Oh, God, Daniel, we miss you so much, too. And I can't wait to squeeze my new baby nephew. <laughs> yes. Talk about a praise report. Yes, Gunko. Mom, thank you so much for being on the show. All right. Thank you, everybody. And God bless everyone. <laughs> She'll interrupt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> you own your happiness. Remember that. Thank you. Now okay? be quiet now. So it's okay, all now up be quiet to you. Now. Thanks everyone for listening to Yes Jesus. Uh, I'm your host, Daniel Francesi. You can find me at What's Up Danny online, and I'm here with Azariah Southworth. I'm still Religious Trade. (laughs) (laughs) Online, you can find him at Religious Trade. And you can find us at Yes Jesus Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you have a prayer request or a praise report, think you would be a good guest or would like to see somebody on our show, please write us at pray at yesjesuspod.com. Thanks again for listening to Yes Yes, Jesus. Jesus!